Hello and welcome to the saddest little Christmas tree, Legends of Philadelphia. We're your host, I'm Tony the Lumberjack Trove, and this is my schoolyard chum, Johnny Syrup Sucker Zito. Whoa, I didn't know you were Canadian. I just love syrup. Joining us on engineering duties is Brian the Pine Needle Beerman. You may be wondering, what can these sapheads teach us about Christmas trees? Well, in addition to being born and raised in Philadelphia, Zito and I have a teach lifestyle <laughs> brand called South Fellini that f- focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes. Lots of times customers will ask, why do all the South Philly carolers curse so much? Or they want to know where Santa gets all his coal. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Blue ball Pennsylvania. Coal country. So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for the new Philadelphians and a refresher for all the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. Do you think we have any blue ball listeners? <laughs> uh, yes, but they're not from blue ball. <laughs> Just a lot of frustrated, frustrated listeners. <laughs> They're trying to find intercourse, Pennsylvania, and they just uh, just can't find their way. Just can't get there. <laughs> just can't get there. Um, <laughs> well, surely this will this will put you over episode, the edge. Well, this episode's so wholesome that we have to open with dirty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what we do? Yeah, man. This is our horticultural episode. We're talking horticultural. Yeah, we're t- yeah. we're talking about we're talking about trees. Well, I like all these all these tree jokes. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was pretty all over the place with that tree stuff, but uh, it's really just an excuse so that I could ask if people say syrup or syrup. Syrup. <laughs> the uh, uh, rappers say syrup. <laughs> the rappers say syrup. Syrup. I don't know. I say syrup. I say syrup. Syrup. Come on. Uh, syrup. Three Six Mafia is sipping on some syrup. Syrup. <laughs> So, syrup. Syrup. that's a different that's a different syrup <laughs> oh. oh well i'll give any i'll give any syrup a try i like it all put it on your pancakes <laughs> put it on your pancakes. put it on your waffles <laughs> too sweet for me i don't like syrup so i don't even know where what kind of tree syrup comes from i guess it comes from maple trees i don't know but we're not so look, I, I don't i don't want to 180 this but i asked beerman beerman told me he went to sankey last night i, I want to hear all about it i just want to hear i, I said let i said don't tell me about it don't save it for the show what did you order what i got we, we we started with with pork dumplings obviously mm-hmm. then i got um with shrimp dumpling and wonton soup which was that was probably my favorite thing. Nice. Did you have it with noodles too? No, but my friend got he got um noodle soup that had braised beef in it and that was delicious. Mm. Damn. And then Damn. we got half a duck. So good. We should we should we should have got the whole duck. The whole duck. We, we could have did it. And you then, got a duck of each. And then it has the pancakes and you make a little mm-hmm. burrito, you put some hoisin sauce and vegetables on it. And then mm. then I was like, I want more dumplings. We got more dumplings. I wasn't done. And then we got stuffed eggplant, which was so good, dude. Um, you know, egg underrated eggplant. Oh, eggplant with with meat and stuff in it. Oh my god, it was great. I want to go back. I want to get all the soups. Let's go right now. Let's go. Hopefully they'll listen. Hopefully yeah. They, and, and as everyone knows, you can check Sankey's Instagram <laughs> for thirsty comments that I leave beermen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just listened to something very intimate and sexual. Yeah, but it's about what? food. <laughs> it's, about, it's, about, it's, about... it's about dumplings. It's about Sankey, duck. Sankey and Chinatown. They're very good. 
Thank you, Chinatown. All of those things could have been euphemisms, but they weren't. You were, and it's like a duck house, but the pork is the best. Do you hear yourself? The (laughs) the pork is the best. (laughs) I don't always like duck. Sometimes I just like pork. I always like pork. (laughs) I just want pork. Well, sorry, everybody. Tell me, tell me about, tell me about Lynn Villa's. (laughs) Apples. We're not talking about we're not talking about Sankey this week. Although going to Chinatown for dinner was always a part of my family tradition come Christmas time. Maybe we'll throw that in next year. Maybe oh, we'll really? do. Yeah. We we used to do the uh Wanamaker Santa Claus and then go see uh, or go out to Chinatown um to uh to do the poo poo platter, which uh poo poo platter. We used to always go to jo- Joe's Peking Duck. It was a different duck house. Yeah, that's I a think. good one. <laughs> I think I think the place we used to go was called the Imperial Inn or the Imperial Palace, something like that. Um, mm. It's not there anymore. But it hasn't been there for many just, years. Let's can we just go? Let's just go to Chinatown and do this there's episode a, from there. No one's in charge around here. We could just go right now. There's no police. We could do whatever we yeah, want. There's no police. Stores closed. It's, the end. it's just the end of the episode. All right, that was all about Linville Orchards. <laughs> Pulling the curtain back a little bit. This this episode is being recorded the day before Thanksgiving. We are already exhausted from weeks and weeks of preparation for Christmas, and there are still weeks of Christmas to go. So this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a little punchy. This is gonna be a little. I'm a little dizzy even just talking. I think this last now. year we waited till like we recorded like into the holiday season. And by the end, we're like, ha ha, ha ha, another another zinger by Zito. Yeah, you get to the. You, At least we still got some some. Some energy, some spunk. You get to that yeah. George Washington episode on Christmas Day, and and you can tell we'd run out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. We're talking murder, yeah. Christmas massacre. Murder. <laughs> but then we don't, then we don't record for a month, and then we're back. We're back. We're energized. And I have a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah. We, all we, right. we have all new opinions. It's then. a podcast life. It's it's new to us. It's yeah. It's uh, and Christmas is a Christmas is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So uh, no. you know, everyone needs their gifts. Uh, so today we are talking about Linvilla Orchards. Uh, it is a 300-acre family farm dedicated to agriculture, entertainment, and education. Uh, generations of Delaware Valley families have returned there each fall and winter to enjoy the seasonal displays, mazes, and hay rides. A more recent addition to the farm are the fields of Christmas trees, uh, where you can cut down your own. So uh, join us as we journey into the wilderness to chop down our own Linvilla fir. Damn. Yeah. Come and get it. Yeah, Trees. do you guys do you guys have childhood memories uh, of Linvilla? I think we took uh, grade school uh, field trips there, by apples. Yeah, uh, some good, clean, wholesome Pennsylvania fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the same thing. I asked my mom because I was like, I remember going to a farm when I was a kid, but she said it was Shady Brook Farm. But uh, I think I did. One time we went to uh, a farm on a school trip, and it might have been this, but I'm not sure. I remember there was a there was a hay. Very <laughs> distinctive, yeah. We should do an episode on all the school trip like destinations, like Clementon Park. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah, we gotta <laughs> do Clementon Park. We gotta yeah. do Sesame Place. That one's that, yes. that's people from all over the world come to Sesame Place. Sesame yeah. Place. The Disney Franklin, Oscar the Grouch's Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
My, uh, I've, I've been going to Linville since I was a little, little kid. Uh, I did go with uh, grade school class trips. My eighth grade, we uh, did a uh, the Haunted Hayride. Uh, they took us all up there for that. Guy in, a, in overalls and a Freddy mask chases you with a live chainsaw. Good fun. Good, uh, good clean fun. Just very, good, very cool. Good, good child fun. Yeah, um, but uh, we uh, we used to go as a family. My parents would take us up there sometime right after Thanksgiving before Christmas, and um, uh, I always wanted to get a real Christmas tree while we were there. Uh, even before they had the fields where you could cut down your own, they they sold Christmas trees there. And uh, you know, I always like wanted the middle to... of July. Yeah, You're like come on, let's <laughs> mom, c- come on. My mom loves Christmas. She's always trying to take home the Christmas. She tree was like, absolutely, yeah. John. Yeah. <laughs> My poor dad having to strap to the get two. But uh, we had the plastic tree at home, so uh, my dad was always like, "Nah, we got the we have a very full Sears classic. We uh, we don't need any of this." Uh, and they leave pines all over the carpet. He had a million excuses. Oh, yeah. But uh, I always wanted a it sucks. I always wanted a real one. It does suck. When Trove and I were were roommates, when Trove and I lived together in our early twenties, we actually did go out to Lynn Villa for a few years and cut down our own Christmas tree. And uh, I I mean I think we did. Look, that. I just tagged along. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a Al Bruno PJ move. I don't want to ever do extra work on my time. <laughs> on your downtime. <laughs> down, downtime. <laughs> cut down a tree. No, I mean, we I were. Cut down trees for work. Yeah, like I didn't. Don't Goddamn get me wrong. lumberjack. Yeah, you didn't hear the you intro. doing this with my downtime? <laughs> it's Tony the Lumberjack Trove. Yeah. yeah Where's plaid? Because I like it. You think just. Uh, and, uh, you know. It's 2007. You think I wear his plaid? Because. <laughs> And just because Dr. Dog wears plaid, I gotta wear a plaid. That's your twenty something uniform. My twenty something uniform. Hey, I'm wearing plaid right now. Come on. <laughs> what are you, a farmer? <sighs> a lumberjack? Oh, I no, I never I never physically cut down the tree myself. Our buddy PJ did most of the tree cutting. Uh but uh, uh so it was you a, were it just was... like that one. I want that one. And yeah, pretty much. And you're like, you know what? I didn't like really like Not that, that one. one. Not... I changed my mind. Yeah. I would taste all the pine needles. I would I would like and then like decide which one was the best. <laughs> yeah. And then we'd chop that yeah. one down. Yeah. The flavors in the in, is in the branches. Yeah, that's, that's where you yeah. that's where you're that's where you want to get a taste. Uh, of, of like a... um, and then uh, as an adult, I would go multiple times a year because I'm an adult. I can just go up there. I didn't have to wait for my. We're gonna go to... right, in, right after we're done recording. Yeah, we're going to Chinatown. Then we're going to Lynn Villa. We're gonna get some cut down a tree. Donuts. Cut down a goddamn tree. There is no authority. Everything is permitted. So I would go There's multiple that... times a year. Basic uh, AF. Yeah, and they have like a they have a, <laughs> a uh, they have a petting farm. Oh, nice! Yeah, a, a petting zoo, and uh, and you can be on either side if you want. Yeah, yeah, you can get pet can, or pet them. You can get pet, <laughs> or you can do the petting. I like to get pet. Very, very experimental. Yeah. Uh, not sure if they're still there, but they had a bunch of emu uh, the last time I went, and uh, I was very impressed. Nice, big ass birds, large flightless. Their birds. feet are are terrifying. Yeah. Yes, they are. They can I don't kick, know. kick your face off. Kick your face right off. When people like we talk about like di- birds or dinosaurs evolving into birds, look at their feet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That emu is, is a raptor. Yeah, yeah. Go to Lynn Villa, see a dinosaur. That's what we're saying. It's Jurassic. It's basically Jurassic Park. It's I mean. basically Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park with apples. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not true. Uh, in 1914, Arthur Linville and his mother Lydia purchased a dairy farm with an 80-foot-tall octagonal barn already built on the land. 
Arthur and his mother delivered fresh milk and cream to Swarthmore by horse and buggy. Uh, but Arthur... Wow. Do you think they, they rivaled the Jebediah Wawa? Yeah. Yeah, actually, they must have. Yeah, these guys, yes! <laughs> they used to have, like, a rivalry. Curse. Curse. Jebediah Wawa. Curse. Curse those Wawas. <laughs> Uh, Arthur uh, had a dream, though he didn't want to. He didn't want to do milk. He wanted uh, to grow peaches, like every little mm. boy. So Linvilla Orchards was Great born. Fruit. King fruit. King fruit. That's fr- what I call peach. King <laughs> fruit. Peaches. Not peach. Not really. Pennsylvania not known for their peaches. No, but they should be. There's really good peach trees here. Even in South Philly, lots of people got peach trees. And uh, you know, when we were kids, I remember there was one in the like alleyway near our house. Know. What's that? That sounds like. It sounds like a song. <laughs> Start writing. I'll I'll I'll, I'll freestyle. <laughs> a peach tree grows in South Philly. Right, I'll get my drum machine. Get, get your bit tune machine. Grows. What is that? I'll get my. Get your Game Boy out. Start making some noise. So Arthur wanted to grow peaches, uh, and Linvilla Orchards was born out of that idea. Uh, Arthur planted orchards uh, and then sold the fruit from horse-drawn wagons. With the increased use of the automobile, people started coming to the farm, uh, where the Linville family sold their produce from the front porch of the farmhouse. So he was bringing it to people, and people were like, I need them peaches, and so they started coming to him. (laughs) Once you have one, you can't stop. Yeah, first one's free. Have you tasted these peaches? And then you're then you're hooked. King fruit, I'm telling you. Peaches. <laughs> I don't like the fuzzy. The fuzziness makes makes me the hair. Of, I right? like I like that. I don't like that. These peaches are so tasty, you'll eat the pit. That's that's Very that's what they used to say. <laughs> that's what this, that's what the slogan used to be in the twenties. I guess it's a good slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the late 1920s, Arthur opened a swim hole for families to cool off swim in the summertime. Hole. So many people were coming there. He was like, I'm going to start providing an attraction or, uh, you know, something for people to do when they get here. And uh, the cost for a seasonal pool passed at the Knowlton Swim Club mud hole back in the day was a whopping $1. Uh, Dollar. That was for a wow. whole summer. Cool. It doesn't really sound exactly like it was a pool or necessarily a lake. It sounds like they dug a hole and filled it up with a lake. Hose. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. rainwater. Rainwater. It's cheaper. It's illegal to to to, to collect your own gather, water. To collect your own, you know. <laughs> During this time, the Linvilles charged just five cents a pound for their peaches. So uh, definitely worth the trip. Whoa. You uh, five cents. You drop you drop a nickel. You get a pound of peaches. Drop, chill out in the mud a, hole for a day. Really good for your skin. Drop a Lincoln. Drop drop a Lincoln. You'll be there all week. I don't like that phrase. I know we said this before, but is Lincoln on the nickel too? Oh, he is. Papa Lincoln. Yeah. No, he's not. He's on the penny. Wait, who's? Oh, wait, he's on the penny. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson's on a nickel, right? I don't. Yeah, because I think Monticello's on the back. Five cents in 1929 is worth 81 cents today. <laughs> <laughs> 81 cents for a pound of peaches is still That's really great. good. That's, That's a, a good deal. deal. How much was a Bitcoin back then? <laughs> uh, let's, let me look it up. How much, how much was a Dogecoin back then? In 1929. 1929, yeah. There's probably like still like Confederate nickels even around then. 
Uh, Arthur decided to incorporate the word villa into the family name to convey a sense of relaxation. So he had this mud hole. He's selling cheap peaches. Um, <laughs> this is a dream. Yeah. Um, it's almost like I, it probably wasn't like this, but it reminds me of things like uh, the Kellogg family. Uh, they had like a wellness spa and uh, and farm where they they like would they they started out farming there and making you know produce there, but then they ended up being a a uh, wellness spa. Yeah, but weren't they like weren't the Kellogg's like they had like weird? Say it. They had like say it. Like, say it. What did, what did cornflakes do? Yeah, they like make make you impotent or something. They 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 squash satiate your, your sexual urges. desires. Squash yeah. your sexual desires. Yeah. How come they don't advertise that anymore? Because <laughs> <laughs> it had the opposite effect. <laughs> <laughs> false advertising, right? It was false advertising. Eat some cornflakes. I'm revved up now. It was making people wild. <laughs> Ladies were showing all kinds of ankle. Couldn't help themselves. <laughs> you had to see Jebediah Wawa. He really, uh, uh, he, he went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Linville's, if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> So, yeah, they became Linvilla around the 1920s. And uh, as the produce became more abundant, the farm became more popular, and the farm market opened in the uh, octagonal barn. It stopped being a barn and started being a market. Over the years, a bakery and a gift shop were added to complement the operation. So they uh, they had a little tourist attraction going here uh, up through yeah. the 50s. Let's go now. I love that little bakery. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably, honestly, I am probably going to go up there uh, right after Thanksgiving with my family and uh, buy a bunch of pies. I mean. Me and uh, Joanna went there for our uh, anniversary this year. Oh, that's awesome. That's really sweet. And you... we loaded up on pumpkins and, uh, and <laughs> like, so many treats. Um, would recommend. Did you guys uh, do any of the apple picking while you were there? I know you got the baby. It might be a little hard. No, we didn't do any apple picking. Um, just. Not doing any extra work. No extra work. <laughs> as, I mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, no extra work. In the 1960s, the farm began doing school tours, and in the 1970s, pick your own fruits and vegetables uh, became a thing. So uh, this was the beginning of Linvilla introducing the concept of agri-entertainment. Agritainment, it, if you will. It's like Ikea. Oh. You do, they provide the, the thing, and you do the work. You do the work. Yeah. They give, they give you an Allen wrench, and you get to— Yeah, uh, you got to make your—you got to you pick, pick an apples. apple with an Allen, Allen wrench. That's how they do it. And it's like city slickers. It's like it's funny to see uh, city people do farm work. <laughs> Curly's gold is buried in Linvilla. <laughs> it's buried in Linvilla. <laughs> With approximately 50 full-time employees and another 250 seasonal employees, management extends beyond the core family. Uh... They have an amazing, dedicated staff and management team that works year-round. And as typical of uh, many, many family-run businesses, they are frequently all hands on deck for these uh, types of, in terms of participation in for these types of uh, holiday events. So, uh, all the way back in the you know fifties and sixties, they were they had the grandparents, the parents, the kids. Everybody's working on the farm. And if you go to their website, I think this is really sweet. If you go to their website, there's actually a timeline of like of the history of Lynn Villa, but it's really uh-huh. a timeline of when, you know, each kid was born and when they started working on the farm and when they took yeah. over the operation that they work on now. And it's, uh, 
it's really like uh you know notching how tall you got on the side of the wall kind of thing it's just uh it's really just about the family it's really sweet um, in 1971, Peglinville uh, created a harvest display that won first place in the Philadelphia Horticultural Society's Harvest Show. That display was brought back to the farm, and it was the beginning of Pumpkin Land. Pumpkin Land. Yeah, which pumpkin is uh, where you go and get all your pumpkins uh, at Halloween, Thanksgiving time. Uh, it's got all that storybook uh, uh, stuff around it and the, 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 the different um, uh, cornfields uh, and... Um, well, the farm started at the pick-your-own-fruit uh, business around this time, like we said, and during the 70s, people would come and pick volumes of fruit for canning and preserving because that was very popular at the time. Mm. It was like, um, uh, in the same way that, you know, you see stuff like this now where each generation... Like pickling. Yeah, each generation kind of rediscovers the thing the generation before them, you know, left uh, on the wayside because of advancements in technology. Well, you get all your canned stuff at the supermarket by the seventies. Uh, people have been doing it for 20 years. So now mm -hmm. there's a new generation of teens and 20 somethings who are like, Oh, I want to make jam like my grandmom did. And so right. they end up at Linville doing that stuff. Linvilla and doing that stuff. Like how we listen to eight track tapes. <laughs> you're only, you're, I mean, you're only exaggerating slightly. I mean, we do, right. we spent many years listening to a lot of vinyl and, uh, the warm hum cannot be oh. denied. <laughs> so Jack there, White over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Jack White. Experimental indie rocker. <laughs> my sister or my wife? You don't know. Who cares? <laughs> uh but that's what you do when you're 20. You look at things like your grandparents did, and you uh, you get back in, you get into those things because you're like, my parents don't know what they're doing. Because it's ironic. It's because yeah. it's ironic. That's how I became a butcher. <laughs> and a lumberjack. And a yeah. lumberjack. We don't have to include this, but again, you're joking. But our grandparents were tailors and seamstresses, and our parents weren't, and now we're back to selling clothes. So it's like, it's funny, that's but true. It's, it's true. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> In 1985, Linvilla Orchards was awarded the Guinness World Book record for world's largest ragdoll uh, for Peggy Ann, who still presides over Pumpkin Land each year. So, uh, yeah, those uh, storybook figures. And it comes alive. When no one's looking, and, sure. And it comes alive. No and, it eats, and it eats children who, uh, who, who, um, who don't believe in uh... the great pumpkin. <laughs> the great pumpkin. You think it's like Squid Game, though? It's like a giant creepy doll in the middle of this thing. Red light, green light? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I think it's I more know, like Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. It's pretty big. It, it will. It, it could definitely step on a kid. Uh, <laughs> if it wanted to. I imagine it wasn't like it Pumpkin Head. That, you know, it probably just like eats them. <laughs> and the child was never seen again. Never seen again. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's like smi the, the doll is smiling. It's weird. It's smiling before. <laughs> Its button eyes seem to follow me wherever I go. <laughs> <laughs> they had like a bunch of monster things over there. They had like a Jersey Devil and everything. Um, oh, you were telling me it wasn't there the last time I went, but there's a Jersey Devil there. Yeah, they had, a, they had like a Jersey Devil like big cutout. Nice. Um, That's cool. Uh, very spooky. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, we went for Halloween season, so it mm. was. Uh, yeah, it might not be there now, but it was there yeah, at Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Or at least, at least the Jersey Devil will have a Santa hat on at least. Right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Even the Jersey Devil's 
heart is warmed once a year. Yeah, he grew three sizes that day. <laughs> he, he, he gave the Mothman a gift this year. <laughs> uh, having successfully conquered the fall, Linvilla set out to find ways that they could extend their season until the Christmas holiday. I mean, all these things we're referencing. These are the these are the uh, the Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving uh, uh, attractions, you know. And when I was there too, I heard a lady who worked there say to like the teenager who worked there, she was like, "This is Hell Week." Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like October. <laughs> so Halloween must really they must get crushed, you know? Yeah, yeah. Pumpkins, man. People want them. I bought a. They have the kind like that look. They have look like they're from Cinderella. They're amazing. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> they're just pumpkin technology. They have all, all kinds of pumpkins. They, have, they got five G pumpkins now. They have pumpkins that were black. They were spooky. Wow. Whoa. Dude, were I've never seen a black pumpkin. Ha- haunted, haunted pumpkins. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Haunted pops. Big, big, big pumpkins. Big, big pumpkin pumpkins. fan over here. Yeah. That's all. I'm wearing all orange. No one can see, but I... Uh, uh, I he, he is wearing all orange, yeah. and he does have a shirt with peaches on it. <laughs> <laughs> he 100% came prepared for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the winter programs at Lynn Villa Farms include public displays of ice carving. Uh, Santa drives a John Deere tractor with antlers. Uh, there are hay rides, uh, bonfires. He, Santa support the, uh, the workers... Strike at deer uh, at John at Deere. John Deere. <laughs> yes, probably yes, not. Uh, I don't imagine that Santa stands with workers. No, he has a non-union labor force in the North yeah. Pole. Wages. Yeah. No, there's some. Uh, he and Willy Wonka are gonna get a visit from OSHA. L and I showing up. L and I. Johnny Doc, uh, uh, don't bring him up again. Santa took down Johnny Doc, dude. <laughs> Got too big for his britches. Yep. Maybe we shouldn't include Santa that. Claus. Uh, yeah, Maybe that. we should. I don't know. We'll dance on the grave. You can't get your nail. It's true. Uh, hay rides, bonfires, uh, and uh, now they invite guests to cut down their own Christmas trees. If they let you, if they let you milk your own cow, would you do it? Yes. You, yeah. I've never milked a cow. Have you milked a cow? No. No, but would he, you'd would have you to the... pasteurize it though. You couldn't take the home milk. Home I didn't say you had to drink it. it, but would you milk it if they're like, oh, oh do definitely. these like these like farm things? You know, you like feed the chickens or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely milk would. Yeah. Pluck a chicken, milk a cow. Yeah, all that stuff. They're just getting mm. me to do their work now. And now that now that I yeah, they're like, uh, ring this up it. for me. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to ring yourself up? Can you <laughs> can you work tomorrow? Can you like set up this display? <laughs> it's a make your own pie segment. There's uh, <laughs> a flower. Here's the egg. Yeah. Go to the chicken coop. Get the eggs. <laughs> now make six more. Now make six more. <laughs> There's a really long line out there. Now here, now what you here. Here's your social security number, so we have to. Put books. <laughs> Do I work here? <laughs> uh, Linvilla always your sold. <laughs> Linvilla always uh, sold pre-cut Christmas trees, uh, greens, and wreaths, as well as fruit baskets. Uh, but it was the addition of the cut your own tree attraction that cemented Linvilla as a holiday destination. 
at the same time, it was useful for the soil conservation and provided another environmental benefit on the farm. So this actually helps them grow their fruits. Do you have to actually cut it down? I mean, yeah, you that's the whole point. I mean, you can buy pre-cut trees there, uh, but they that they'll. Yeah, but like they they're just like, here's an axe. See ya. They, they just, so they take you out on a uh, um, on a hayride and it takes you out to the field and the field is like these big you know concentric circles or, or half circles excuse me of uh, of Christmas trees these rows and rows of Christmas trees different heights most between you know uh, six to seven feet tall and uh, you know for uh, grown to a South Philly row home size I guess and uh, you find the one you want you know you look for the one with the least bare spots I guess and you uh, you chop it down you cut at the base as close to the ground as you can get and then uh, you tag it and uh then you take the hayride back, and somebody, a tractor, comes and pulls all the trees, like, every 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And so while you're, you know, shopping at the gift shop, buying your pies, or making them, I don't know, then uh, they 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 tag and bag it, and by the time you, you know, leave, you're already paid for, and it's, uh, it's ready to be loaded on your roof rack. Mm. Or dog sled, you know, whatever you're doing. Or dog sled. How many people have lost, uh, how many people have lost fingers doing this over Hundreds. the years? Hundreds, and that, and they keep all the fingers. That's the deal. Oh. They wear them, uh, the manager wears them around his neck like his a necklace. Neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's messed up. That's part of it, though. That's Christmas. Oh, that's, what Christ- that's, that's what that's Christmas. That's that's lumberjack. About. That's Christmas. Lumberjack. That's his name. Lumberjack. <laughs> when Villa Orchards has over, they feed it to the to the uh, to the Annie. Yeah, that's what she to the Peggy giant, to the giant the raggedy fingers. Peggy or whatever raggedy Ann, whatever. <laughs> These people's fingers. Linvilla <clears throat> uh. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> Orchards gonna, <laughs> has over four hundred. They're, yeah, they're really going to listen. Yeah, to I know. That's what I was, I was just going to say. They're going to like. Oh, they're this not going to get past the Sankey <laughs> part. They're going to be like, "What is this?" they're gonna hit the 15 second skip button a few times and then get to the sex stuff and be like i'm out i'm out wait they they're saying we eat fingers come on who told them we feed them (laughs) we feed fingers to peggy the trust of the family has been broken Uh, La Villa Orchards has over 40,000 Christmas trees planted on the farm. Damn. The majority are Damn. six to seven uh, foot tall. Uh, they are Douglas fir, but they have some cannon fir as well. Uh, the Douglas fir grows best in this climate, so if you go out to cut down your own tree, that's most likely what you're going to find. Uh, the species yields a nice full tree that holds its needles longer than many other species once it's cut. Um if you're getting one, if you're just like getting one that's pre-cut or whatever, they suggest you, uh, it's no extra cost, but if you ask for a fresh cut, they'll trim the bottom of the pre-cut tree so it opens up for the, opens it up for the, the water bowl uh, that you're yeah. going to put that tree in. And the fullness of the Douglas fir makes it prime for decorations like colorful strings of cranberries and other ornaments hung upon the tree. Cranberries. Cranberries, popcorn, whatever your um, bells and whistles are. Cannon firs, on the other hand, offer stiffer branches with more space between each limb, which is uh, ideal for larger and heavier ornaments. It's also yeah. more fragrant, so uh, you want more of that Christmas tree smell than go for the Canaan. That one's metal. 
Yeah, this one is definitely, this is, I I think, I, you know, my mom has giant Christmas tree ornaments. They're all like big, heavy Hallmark things, and uh, this is the kind of tree you need. They're made of lead. Yeah, they're made of lead. <laughs> they're definitely poison you. <laughs> they're poisonous. Um, so, uh, they're made from cobra venom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all cursed. Don't look them in the eye. <laughs> Don't. Mm-hmm. Don't look any of those three wise men in the eye. <laughs> I told you she's really into Christmas. Really into it. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, so yeah, go with the Canaan if you got uh, heavy heavy ornaments. But uh, the more full tree, the tree that's more likely to last you through the season is the Douglas fir. Ah, uh, the Douglas, the old Douglas. Um, Linvilla provides you a saw for you to cut down the tree, but guests are encouraged to bring their own chainsaws. Uh, they will haul your tree back to the farmer's market uh, for you, like I said, and they'll shake loose all the needles, wrap it up, and even tie it to your car. Uh, they also drill a hole in your tree for the Christmas tree stand, um, and while you wait, there's a bonfi- bonfire and marshmallow roasting to keep you festive. Nice. You can bring your own chainsaw. That's cool. You can do like yeah. Evil Dead style. Yeah, you yeah. could give it a little, you could shape it up, you could trim it up before you cut it down. Mm. You know what? You can roast. People don't know about starbursts. What happens when you roast a starburst? Does it expand? <laughs> you ro- you roast them. No, the the outside gets crunchy, but the inside is is like liquid. And you know, it's all cool. the flavors. It's great, yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Even the subpar flavors. Yeah, and they taste better though. Probably, but no. you have to you have to give it a sec. You can't put it in your mouth immediately because then you'll get burned. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. That's a that's a pro tip. That's a pro tip. <laughs> Gotta let it cool down a little bit. Gotta let it cool down. Cutting all these trees is a bunch of bullshit. I planted a tree this week, so how about that? <laughs> Treefilly.org. Tree, tree, tree Thank you for the free tree. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, hey, maybe instead of uh, maybe instead of uh, taking a tree, you plant a tree this year. Plant a tree. Yeah. Plant a tree. You plant a Christmas tree. Uh, Linville is doing their part. They, Linville raises lots of trees. In one season, one green tree produces as much oxygen as 10 people will inhale in one year. So yeah. by raising Christmas trees alone, just the Christmas trees, Linville provides enough oxygen for 400,000 people every year. Damn. Thank you, Linville. Thanks, Linville. Uh, one adult Christmas tree can absorb approximately 48 pounds of carbon dioxide per year. And that's free. Yeah, that's just a fringe benefit. Yeah, that's just, uh, it's included. Fringe benefit. Yeah. Slaps the side of tree. This baby can fit so much carbon dioxide in it. <laughs> uh, the unsold Christmas trees and the disposed of Christmas trees Get from eaten. around the Delaware County are collected burn them. and used on the farm. <laughs> oh. Fruit crops like blues- blueberries love the acidic mulch produced by pine trees. So um, They love it. Yeah, they love it. <clears throat> they recycle these trees. Uh, even uh, the ones that don't sell get recycled into uh, uh, mulch. And uh, if you don't want to cut down your own tree, don't worry. Uh, no, thank you. Linville has the region's best selection of pre-cut trees. Pre-cut Christmas trees are available in all shapes and sizes and varieties uh, at their Christmas Christmas Garden Center. You'll uh, find a, a larger variety along with. Uh, uh, ropes, uh, wreaths, and all the trimmings. You can find the uh, Canaan firs, Conkler firs, Fraser firs, Douglas firs, Blue Spruce, Victorian Douglas fir, Victorian Fraser, and Norman fir. So wide. I'm sorry. Did you say Blue Spruce? Blue Spruce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Blue. It's funnier when you said it. I don't know. 
Yeah, heard great things about the Victorian Douglas. So it's old timey. It's it, it, it wears one of those collars. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know Never takes off its shoes. <laughs> Uh, for the fifth year in a row, uh, families at and Christmas tree farms across the region are bracing themselves for a shortage of trees, actually. And you can blame the 2008 recession as well as local weather, which I always do. 2008 recession? You always blame the 2008 recession on everything. Constantly. I'll never Constantly. let up. Mm-hmm. What, well, how, how did the hell did that affect trees? Uh, the supply pinch uh, farms are dealing with has been a long time coming. When families clutch so their... So they had pi- it coming. Yeah. This is... Uh, this has been in the works. Uh, the writing was on the wall. When families clutched their paychecks tightly during the economic downturn, farmers across the country planted fewer seedlings. Uh, regional weather issues in the past decade only heightened the problem. Uh, farms in Pennsylvania experienced greater than usual losses after a season of heavy rain roughly seven years ago. Uh, so the downpour, these downpours will suffocate the young trees. How how old is it, like your average Christmas tree, like your... Six, seven footer. It takes about seven, eight years to get that that tall. Oh wow! Yeah, it takes about. They grow. They grow the quickest when they're young, and then they uh, they grow about a foot every year after that. Hmm. Um, and uh, this can be a problem. This shortage is a problem because uh, if people can get the tree, uh, if they can't get a tree one year because uh, of short supply, they're likely to go out and buy an artificial tree. And then you're not going to see them coming back in the future because they're just going to be pulling out that plastic tree every year. Christmas is canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Pack it up, everyone. Sorry. Pack it up. (laughs) Santa actually won't deliver packages if you have a if you have a plastic tree. (laughs) That's why Zito never got any gifts as a kid. It's true. That's why. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. He didn't even bring coal. He just passed by the house. (laughs) You're not even worth coal. Yeah, he just he just he just gave me the finger and rode on by. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Throw a drink at you, and you know, he's a saint. You'd think he'd have better behavior, but yeah, but <laughs> more than more than a mortal man. It's that Krampus rubbing off on him. <laughs> Got a bad attitude these days. Uh, Linville manager Norman Schultz says not to worry. The farm only really starts to feel the shortage when trying to order pre-cut Fraser furs. Uh, tree, trees known for their needle retention and favored by big box stores because of their low prices. Mm. Schultz said the farm has thousands of six to eight foot trees ready to harvest right now. So your uh, your Christmas is saved. Linville has you covered. You can get yeah, your, hold your horses. You can get your own uh, beautiful Christmas tree uh, up at Linville. Cut it down yourself if you like. Um, None of that Charlie Brown Christmas shit. No, nah, no. Nah, big ass tree. Big ass big trees. Big ass. Plush. Rockefeller Center. That's what we're talking here. Yes. Center. <laughs> Giant Christmas trees. Go big or go I, home. That's what we say. That's what we say. <laughs> Did you see that Christmas tree I sent you, Zito? That's Godzilla in yes. Japan? Yes, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome. That's what I want. That's beautiful. That's the kind of Christmas tree that makes you sit up and salute. <laughs> <laughs> keeping the god in christmas you know what i mean just just that's being true. observant <laughs> just being that's really true. observant that's true Godzilla. <laughs> king uh, of the monsters king yep. of the monsters born december 25th what a coincidence born on christmas day <laughs> oh man 
returns the judge you. <laughs> <laughs> and man, when he judges, boy, does he judge. Oh. <laughs> a lot of fire and brimstone from that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that's all there is for the Linvilla Christmas trees, the Linvilla fir, as I like to call them. Do you guys have anything you want to add? I want to go. We'll cut down an, uh, a up. Christmas tree for the office. Up. Yeah, we're gonna we're all gonna ride up there on my little moped. So all right, uh-huh. or my little scooter. So uh, mm-hmm. one of you can ride in front of me, and one of you can ride behind me. One of you keeps me real warm. <laughs> That's a Zito sandwich. All right, we gotta go. To, we gotta stop at Saint Key first, though. Okay. Well, that yeah. that wonton soup will, will help keep us warm. It'll warm us up. <laughs> I hope the mud hole at Linville is a hot spring. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my trunks. <laughs> I'm just gonna wear cutoffs. I, hope I was wearing okay them. I was wearing them as underwear anyway, so it's, it all worked out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. Okay, that's all there is to know about Linvilla Orchards and their fabulous Christmas trees. Please check out our website. That's www.southfellini.com. S-O-U-T-H-F-E-L-L-I-N-I.com for cool Philly-inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Uh, let us know. Are you a plastic or a real Christmas tree family? Um, we, we, join in the conversation. Follow along. We want to hear from you. Did you ever cut down a tree? Yes, you me? No. no, I'm asking the listeners. Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Get a vaccine or a booster. Wear a mask. I don't know. Enjoy the holidays. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. don't. I don't know. Who cares about anything anymore? Merry (laughs) Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Happy all the holidays. Try and enjoy your family. Happy whatever Scientologists believe. If you can get together with your family this year, try and enjoy it. Cherish it. Hold it. We're trying to get out of it. I say have an awful version of all of that. I'm on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night. Goodbye. Bye.